This is April Federico with Brownies for Breakfast, and here today I have Amelia Sherry. Amelia is a New York-based registered dietitian as well as a certified diabetes counselor and education specialist. She is also the author of Diet Proof Your Daughter, a mother's guide to raising girls who have happy, healthy relationships with food. She practices from a non-diet, weight-inclusive perspective. So welcome, Amelia. Hi, April. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. So um, what inspired you to become a registered dietitian in the first place? Um, I think I have a story that's kind of similar to a lot of RDs. Well, maybe not all, but um, a lot. Uh, I worked in health and nutrition and fitness for many years. I worked as a journalist for women's magazines. Um, and I also just had um, just real deep personal interest in understanding um, what I was eating and to be honest, how it was impacting my weight at the time. Um, and so eventually I decided to go into back to school and study nutrition and I became a dietitian um, that way. Amazing. And um, so you authored um, Diet Proof Your Daughter, A Mother's Guide to Raising Girls Who Are Happy, um, and living just healthy lives and just sans diet. As someone who was me, who was introduced to diet culture in literally second grade, I can totally feel this um, wholeheartedly, the pressure to be absolutely skinny and just like fit in with society standards. Um, how did that, um, how did that book come to life? Did you have any inspiration? Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. So um, my um, so to go way back. So I initially um, had issues with my own eating issues when I was growing up, like I think so many people can relate to. Um, I had a lot of eating issues. Um, I fortunately got well um, and healed my relationship with food. It was a long journey. Um, I got in a good place with eating and stopped obsessing about my weight. And then I became a mom and I was like, okay, my girls are going to have, uh, you know, be healthy air unquote eaters. And, um, I didn't really think about that very deeply until one day when my oldest daughter was asking me for, um, some extra food. She was asking me for toast, I actually talk about it in the beginning of my book. And I noticed that she was just feeling really, um, kind of, um, embarrassed about it. Like there was a lot of shame in her voice. She was, um, you know, asked me for more for seconds and I had no patience and I was kind of irritated by it. And I, and I just realized that um, whatever she was feeling about wanting more was probably something I had transmitted to her, you know, through my own kind of, I recognized, I guess, what I had felt when I was younger, you know, asking my mom for more for food and her kind of being um, discouraging about it. Um, and I didn't know what to do with that. You know, I realized maybe there was some, something I was doing wrong, um, in feeding my daughter. Meantime at work as a dietitian or a pediatric dietitian, I was working with families all the time to help them again, air quotes, eat healthy. Um, and I realized that, um, a lot of the strategies that I was teaching them and the ideas about food that I was teaching them. Um, were challenging for parents as well. Like they had one idea of what was healthy in their mind, but then um, what I was telling them wasn't really in line with that or what I was telling them to do, which essentially was to be a little more relaxed about food and um, 
to have more structure to meals and less like expectations in terms of what they ate. That was challenging for parents as well because they had their own eating issues. Um, and that's sort of how the book came to be. I started to practice nutrition in a different way. I started to address eating issues with parents um, what their relationship was like with food, what it, what their history was with food, and what actually they wanted for their child. We started to be more intentional about it. Um, and then I ended up sharing a lot of those stories through the book. The book initially was all about how to raise a healthy eater. And then I had to really delve deep into what that actually meant in my mind and and look at, you know, is it really about what my child or daughter was going to eat or how she was going to feel about her eating um, and how she was going to behave around food and like her behaviors and her, um, essentially her relationship with food was really what was at stake and what I wanted to um, make sure was, you know, just as good as it could be. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I know when I become a mother, I am definitely going to teach my daughters, if I have any, um, <laughs> um, to, you know, just feel comfortable around, um, you know, just eating in general. Because, like, like I said, in second grade, I was basically taught to, like, not eat a whole lot. And I remember I had this one friend and she um she was in like great shape by the time fourth grade hit like she had muscles she had all that and um and I just remember like being in her basement and she recommended that I go on her exercise bike like she wasn't body shaming or anything like that she was just trying to give me helpful tips but looking back on it like how impressionable could you know, someone who's in like the eight to say preteen range B, um, especially by the media. Um, did you feel any pressure by the media at all? Um, when I was a child, do you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know about did you say you were in fourth grade? Um, I well, I was introduced to diet culture in second grade. Oh, okay. It just kind of built on. And then a little personal story of mine, I developed anorexia nervosa in um, eighth grade because of how bad like bullying was getting. And like, I just felt so much pressure to be skinny. Yeah, um, I certainly I'm sorry to hear that. Um, and you're not alone, uh, unfortunately. Um, I um I'm not surprised to hear that because we have, you know, from research, we know girls as young as five are concerned about their weight um, and they're thinking about dieting or at least cutting back and restricting. Um, your initial question was, was, did I start that young? I think you were asking me or was the media an influence? I can't say consciously it was, but absolutely unconsciously, I'm sure. I mean, it's everywhere, right? We see it. Um, in advertisements, it is in television shows, it's in cartoon characters, it's in films. We see it in when I was younger. Um, I grew up in the 80s. I'm a lot o- older than you. You know, my mother was constantly on diets and really not ashamed about it the way now I think we have a little more self-awareness to know, hey, what are we communicating? But um, in the 80s, you know, everyone was 
not everyone, but many people were on Weight Watchers and doing workout videos at home, you know, and I witnessed that in my mother all the time. So for sure, from a very young age, I was um, well aware that there was sort of almost like an obligation to stay fit and be thin and um, watch what I eat. That was kind of the the feeling in the ether out there. And I definitely absorbed it. And it definitely impacted me in a very negative way. And that's what Diet Proof Your Daughter is um, meant to help prevent, you know, future in our daughters and future generations. Amazing. Yeah. I admire you for that so greatly. And um, um, you are also a certified diabetes counselor and education specialist. So how did that come to be? Um, well, I worked in a large New York hospital in pediatric endocrinology. So I was dealing with children that were faced with type 1 and type 2 diabetes all the time. Um, so I sought out the credentials to be better support to them um, in that setting. And that also um, really being in that setting where children are referred to endocrinology, usually for for many reasons. Um, but once they get to the dietitian or nutritionist, it's usually because to help them with um, being at one side or the other of the weight spectrum or the BMI spectrum. So kids who are at, who are identified as being at much higher BMIs or much lower BMIs. So for growth issues, and sometimes when they're at the higher BMI, then the doctors get, um, start pointing fingers and running tests for type two. So um, I really wanted to understand diabetes a lot better. Um, and yeah, that's been really, um, I've really loved working with those kids and those families type the, the extra um, education about diabetes, especially from a weight inclusive or a non-diet perspective has been great for, for it's been helpful for people, whether they have type two or not, I should say. Yeah. And, um, and this is kind of the core of what our conversation is going to be. So like personally in my coaching, I focus on the non, the no diet perspective, and, um, and I know you do too, as well. So, um, how do you go about that? Like, how do you go about the non-diet? Um, sure. Like, how do I practice nutrition for people yeah. with type two from a non-diet perspective? Yeah. Is that the question? Yeah. I, um, well, we focus on habits. We focus on what we can actually do to directly impact blood sugar, um, and risk factors for type two. Um, we do not focus on body weight. So we never, it's a lot of hard work and can be a heavy lift for people who are very focused on weight. And of course, um, the healthcare majority of healthcare is focused on let's get your weight down and that'll quote unquote cure whatever disorder you have, particularly, um, type two or insulin resistance. And, um, that is not, the approach I use at all. We have to take weight out of the equation because we know when we approach activity or eating with the intention of influencing our weight, um, we end up with a lot of negative uh, byproducts. We don't want to get in a battle with trying to push our weight down. We don't want to approach eating with the sole idea of trying to impact our body weight because it really, really mucks up our relationship with food, our eating behaviors. Um, so many things can go right and I can go on and on about what they are. So we want to really put that to the side. So we want to take our weight off the table 
and just really focus on things that actually can help us uh, balance our blood sugar, um, uh, reverse insulin resistance, if that's possible. Um, some, you know, many of these things are um, genetically linked as well. So we're going to be at higher risk just for the mere fact of the family we're born into. And we can't change that. We don't want to change that, um, of course. So we focus on the things that we do have a little more control over, um, mm-hmm. which is basically habits. So that that's how we do it. We focus on the things that, you know, what coaching is like. So first we have to... Uh, provide some education and understand what actually does impact our blood sugar and then work together to think partner, you know, to think what actually of these things do we want to start talking about? Do we want to start talking about doing more movement? How can we do it in a positive way that feels good? Or do we want to talk about meal planning and what we're actually eating um, or what we're drinking, things like that. Amazing. And um, what tips would you give to mothers who, um, who may have a daughter who actually may be, you know, on the, who, well, let's put it this way. Like when I started to gain weight in college, my mom was really concerned about my weight and she was, she and my dad were worried about my health. And, um, cause I was delving into things like, you know, as a college kid, like alcohol and like, um, and I fortunately stopped um, I'm sober now, but, um, I, um, yeah, they were just so concerned about my weight. And then eventually I got diagnosed with type two diabetes last February. And, um, I wonder if you have any advice to mothers who may be, um, concerned about their daughter's weight or how they might approach it or how they might approach like their, their daughter's, um, concern for losing weight I know that's like a really um uh long question but if you could do your best to answer that because yeah so that so that's um sort of many questions and many things in my mind so uh, first of all if you're a mother and you're concerned about your daughter's weight or her health and you I know that is always coming from um a beautiful place and wanting to help your child um the very first thing to be the best help to your child would to be really to get some education and a better understanding about how weight and health are related or actually how they might not be as related as we think. Um, Most importantly, that again, what I was saying earlier is that when we really lean in to trying to control our weight, we end up with a lot of negative byproducts like poor relationship with food, yo-yo, our weight cycling, our weight going up and down. Um, usually when we try to control our weight with food, we end up with lots of restriction, limiting, um, all kinds of shame, lots of internal chaos and feelings about food. Um, so we really don't want to try to, um, to diet down and really focus on weight. Um, unfortunately weight and health are very interconnected in our, in our minds in particular, um, in, in our culture. So we want to really, what I encourage parents I work with is to really separate those things. Um, Understand that focusing on controlling weight is not going to be beneficial and really focusing on what actually can help your child or your daughter with her health. You know, health is not just also 
physical health, it's emotional health, social health. So what other things can we do to really help your daughter um, and really take, let's not emphasize focusing on weight loss um, and let's think about other things we can help because we don't, because there is a huge risk of eating disorders. There is a lot of, um, it's a, it's an, it's another probably conversation, but it's very much related when, when you start to, um, want to help your daughter lose weight, you're essentially saying like, you'll be better off if you're at a different size or in a different body. You're not actually, um, addressing the behaviors that are impacting their health at all. For example, possibly drinking other, maybe risky behaviors, um, how they're coping with stress, how is their mental health? Do they have resources for that? Um, where's their self-esteem? How, you know, what are their relationships like? Those are all things that can really help um, your daughter a lot with her overall health, much more than focusing on weight. Um, if your daughter's coming to her, this is like another sort of question that was interwoven in your question. Like if your daughter's worried about her weight, um, that is also something that's important to address. One of the things that... Um, I encourage a lot of parents to do is not to minimize your child's concern about their weight. They're, we don't want to, it's, it's very, the knee-jerk reaction, and I've had it myself, is just say, oh, there's nothing wrong with your weight. You're great. You're beautiful the way you are. You're great the way you are. And sort of maybe, maybe try in one way to make them feel better. However, you, I don't find that to be helpful if your parent has ever said that to you you know, in one sense, oh, great, they're not worried about me. But in another sense, it just minimizes what you're experiencing. Because if, if your daughter's worried about her weight, she is experiencing usually an intense pressure from culture to be in a body that's different than what she's in. in. And we want to acknowledge that and help her deal with it, you know, put it in perspective. Um, you know, what, what, yes, that pressure's out there. Um, but I don't want you to engage in dangerous behaviors in order to conform to meeting a certain standard. And I'm using very highfalutin language. That's not how you talk to your daughter, but hey, what's this really about? What are you really want to do? You want to feel happier? Okay. Do you think dieting is going to make you happier? Like what is dieting all about? You know, um, we can talk about all the harms of dieting. Dieting is really stressful. And dieting is basically saying, I'm not good enough the way I am. And dieting is actually not a way to enhance our physical health at all or reduce our risk of diabetes at all. So really sussing out what's true and what isn't, what's pressure from culture and maybe what would be in your daughter's best interest to really get what she's seeking out of life. You know, there's a lot of soul searching with this. We often, um, and I apologize for going out. You can tell how, how passionate I am about this, going on this long ta tangent, but often um, I talk about it a lot in my book, like we're searching when we are dieting, we're searching for something else. That was my experience, just trying to feel more comfortable in my skin. Um, you know, I thought trying to be in a smaller body was going to make all this discomfort in the world, my, you know, go away. And um, that was sort of like a false God or a false goal, right? Like I could become, you know, there's people in thinner bodies who are extremely unhappy, um, there's people in larger bodies who are extremely well-adjusted and extremely healthy and happy. Um, so that was just kind of aiming at the wrong goal, I think. 
um, in a lot of ways. So I really want to uncover what's underneath your daughter's desire to lose weight. That was the longest answer I've ever given to a question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't apologize. I mean, I could go on forever about this too. I mean, and I think it's really important for mothers and even daughters to understand like, and just young girls in general to like realize that, you know, um, how do I phrase this? Like, um, yeah, how do I phrase this? Um, obviously this isn't my specialty, but like I, um, yeah, to just, you know, not minimize, like you said, like your daughter's like pressure to lose weight. Is it, yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. You don't want to minimize what your daughter's feeling because it is out there. You know, it doesn't, you know, what I always like to say and what I've said to, you know, my daughter and to a lot of my patients and clients to young girls is like, just because the culture we live in um, is, you know, promoting smaller, thinner bodies as being better um, doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that that's a value that we need to embrace. Um, I've never chosen a friend, you know, because one is thinner than the other, you know, um, Yes, there's a certain like social cachet to being, you know, beautiful and thinner. That those are values in culture, but that's not how I value my children, and that's not how I might want my children to value other people. You know, so I think being realistic about it being out there and also calling it out for what it is and where it really, um, how how wrong it is and how where it really falls in line with your own family values is important. Um, conversation to have much better than, hey, don't diet, it's not good for you. Or, hey, hey, you look good the way you are. Stop worrying about it so much. I mean, I think I personally, from my family, got a lot of mixed messages where it was like, don't worry so much about what you look. You look fine. And also, you know, be careful. Don't, I don't know if you really want to eat that because like, if you have too much, you know, like it was a weird kind of contradiction. Um, and that can be really confusing for kids. Um, you know, we give mixed messages. That's why as a parent, it's good to, to kind of really explore where we stand with food as well and, and what we're really going for when we talk about wanting our daughters to be healthy and even ourselves. Like, oh, I want to be healthier. People say that to me all the time, but what, are, what does it actually mean? Does it mean having better relationships? Does it mean having a better A1C? you know, or never getting diabetes. Like, what does it mean to, to you? Because um, it can mean many things. Unfortunately, in our culture, often it means when we say we want to get healthy, we mean we want to get thin, right? That's like the kind of um, undercurrent to it. And um, that's what we have to be careful too when we talk to our kids. Like when, if you ask a child um, what they think, not every child, but I've asked many kids in my practice when they tell me they just want to be healthy, I'll say, what does that mean to you? And I get really interesting answers. And often it's around being, you know, thin. And it's, it's um, again, not, not a goal that we want to be striving for at all. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And um, yeah, just to kind of wrap up, because we're almost out of time, um, where can my listeners find your book and how can they find you? Oh, thank you for asking. 
Um, my book is called Diet Proof Your Daughter. It's available. Um, well, first of all, you can go to my website, which is Nourish Her. So it's Nourish Her with two H's dot com. Um, you can find it there, but through there you'll be, you'll get a link if you want to look on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Bookshop.org. You can order it at any of those places. And if you want to find out more about me or um, some of the programs and workshops that I run with moms, um, you can, again, visit nourisher.com and you can link to everything I have to offer there. You can sign up for my newsletter as well. That's uh, what people usually start by doing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast and um, yeah, and be sure to buy her book. (laughs) Thanks, April. I appreciate the support and um, great work with your podcast. I'm glad it's out there. Thank you. Okay.